0: DJ Thomas, and you're listening to Frequency Interrupted. Kristen Pro, the Jambalaya Girl. How are you? Hey,
1: doing great. Good to see you.
0: So, nice to meet you. I actually ran into you um, on social media from our buddy, the Cajun Ninja.
1: Yes. You guys have been doing
0: some stuff down south, um, you know, helping out with this hurricane relief stuff down there.
1: Yes, yes. No, I mean, that's what we do. That's what we do best in Louisiana. When times are tough, we cook and we help each other out and give us some good food to keep the, the good morale going through all the tough times.
0: Heck yeah, I love it. So why don't you, uh, for a lot of people that don't know who you are, why don't you get into that and tell me how you got, got into this industry and all about the, you know, the fork earrings.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, even um, introduce my industry too. So jambalaya line Girl has been my nickname since I was tall enough to stand next to my daddy's cast iron pot. And it was, I grew up in the cooking business. My dad made a lot of cooking equipment for the chefs here in New Orleans, born and raised here. And it was his jambalaya recipe that inspired me to start my own line of New Orleans food products. So, um, you know, the the inspiration for my business actually came from a hurricane after Katrina. I was traveling the country Um, looking to help out, looking to raise money. You know, I lost everything, but everything I had fit in the back of my little Honda Civic. And I was fresh out of college, had nothing but my whole life ahead of me. And I just started tailgating and cooking Jambalaya and found this connection all over the country of people who just love the city, loved our culture. And I was doing a good thing. I was raising some money for some people in need, ended up raising over $100,000. And I was like, there's something here.
0: <laughs> I would say so. Um,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm 22 years old at the time and I made my job tailgating and raising money. So I was like, I'm coming back to this, <laughs> but uh, it took me a few years to get it going. Uh, but I'm, I'm proud to say I am now 11 years in business, manufacturing my products here in New Orleans, working with one of the best um, chef teams. Uh, the chef that I originally worked with has since passed. But he was a legend, Chef Paul Prudhomme. Have you heard of Chef Paul? I have, I have. Oh, awesome, awesome! You know, a lot—not not a lot of people our age have. Um, he was huge in the '80s. I mean, yeah. he put a lot of people say that Emeril put uh, Louisiana New Orleans food on the map. Which, hey, love my Bam guy. Yeah. But even before Emeril, he—he was an understudy of Chef Paul Prudhomme and his Commander's Palace kitchen and his K. Paul's kitchen, and then he went and started a seasoning facility, seasoning blending facility here in the city, and it is state-of-the-art. It's it's tremendous to see uh, what they've done, and they did tell me that the first time they brought a truckload of rice into the warehouse to make my jambalaya rice mix, that Chef Paul fell out of his chair like, what are we doing with all this rice? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was uh, delighted. That was one of my um, early early successes when we got to order our first truckload of rice to, to uh, make our products.
0: That's, that's great, too. Because, yeah, I'm a low-key, like, food nerd. So um, I look into, you know, the nuts and bolts of everything, whether it be, you know, you know where it originated and stuff like that. I don't know why. I just am always interested in that. Um, yeah. I, cook, I cook a lot, too. And we do a lot of cooking for, you know, little nonprofit stuff. So, of course, nothing to your level or even how you started. But I just, I enjoy food. <laughs> and it's both yeah, of us do here absolutely. in Louisiana, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I love the, 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 just the experience of cooking too. Everybody's got a story about their recipe. I'm so grateful. I could just share my story with it. I mean, that's what we do. We share with our community. We share with our neighbors. We get around the pot and get cooking and that's where the entertainment happens. Just like well, with Cajun Ninja, man. I mean, yeah. he is putting on a show next to that <laughs> pot. <laughs>
0: well, well, tell me about this. Tell me about this, um, this recipe and what, you know, what kind of stands you apart from everyone else? Because, You know, I've had a lot of jambalaya in my life. I haven't had yours yet, but I'm definitely looking forward to trying
1: it. Uh, I know that's that's definitely your uh, you're going to get some a nice little jambalaya girl care package, but uh, no absolutely love all the recipes that are out there you know i tell people this is jambalaya and gumbo are my staples um, and it's my dad's jambalaya recipe my mom's gumbo recipe and i absolutely respect your scratch recipe what sets mine apart is really the rich broth that we're using in it we um it, even Chef Paul has a quote that he says, the difference between a good dish and a fantastic one is a good rich stock. And I've got that base in all of my products. We actually blend the rice, the seasoning, the vegetables, the hearty dehydrated vegetables are in there. Like I already threw the trinity in it for you. And the flavor is what comes out. Um, it is a brown style, not red style jambalaya and gumbo. Um, So brown style, Cajun style, that way. And it's not too spicy. You know, I'm going to get on my my little soapbox and say what drives me crazy is when people... We'll package a product or they'll cook a product out of state. Oh, we got a Cajun New Orleans restaurant. And all I do is throw a bunch of cayenne and salt in it. Yeah. Like that is not my taste in New Orleans. <laughs> you are you're just burning your palate and you're missing all the flavor. That's the beauty of these dishes. It's just, it, there's so much seasoning that melds together that you, the flavor needs to come out. So, you know, a lot of local uh, parents here have deemed my, my product kid approved that it's not too spicy for nice. them. And, and just super easy. I mean, I, I almost get the – I love the element of surprise when people try my product because, you know, box mixes, as far as a jambalaya and a gumbo mix, isn't necessarily a new thing to the market. But um, the fact that mine is so good and so easy and that they don't have to doctor it up uh, really has helped to set it apart.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that um, most people and you know, abroad, not here in Louisiana, a lot of my listeners and viewers may not be from here if they don't yeah. know what jambalaya – is but if they have, they've gotten maybe red beans and rice before or jambalaya mix from like the Um yeah. and they've had they are a very old company and they've had this product out for a really long time. But honestly, I'm not. I've never been a big fan. You know, I always always liked you know making it from scratch. There's a lot bigger process to that. So the the fact that you've you know taken your product and blended it from home recipes and then be able to package it and replicate that flavor is just something that's going to be amazing for people to experience and then go on oh, and
1: trust to- me. Oh, yeah. No, I'm saying, and by all means I have customers all over the country we've sold in all 50 States. I mean, I've got it not only in stores, but I have it online, Amazon, all that. Um, but I loved hearing from customers across the country who are like, "Look, I've either never cooked it before, or I can't make it from scratch." And I just make you look good, you know. Yeah. There's, there's a couple <laughs> ways I'm make you look good, and if you want to hide the box, I'm fine with that. As long as you're enjoying it with some friends.
0: <laughs> I've always been a um. I'm a the jambalaya. I'm the guy that likes a lot more meat in mine and less rice. Yeah. And yep. Um. So, it, like you said, with what you have, it's prepackaged already. If you want to just add in more meat, you can. Right. I mean. Yep.
1: You can, um, so I, my recipe calls for um, chicken and sausage. It's like a pound yeah. of protein per box. And you can always go above or beyond that. You can even just use it as a plain rice mix if you wanted. But the only thing you have to get perfect is the water. So as long as you got the water content um, for my directions, you can add, you can throw whatever leftovers you got in the pot. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all in the deer meat, if y'all in, I don't know where 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 you're getting your, your meat or your seafood from, uh, it'll taste great.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, um, for for those people who may not know what jambalaya is, can you break that down for them and kind of explain? Not you know, not only the traditional yeah. how it comes together, but what all incorporates the flavor and uniqueness of the actual dish.
1: Yeah, I mean, so the word jambalaya actually um, derives itself. It's it's um, ham with rice is is the simple um, origin of it, but it it, it really is an and it's influenced by Cajun Creole African. Um, there's so many different uh, heritage that go into the pot. But it's traditionally, like when we cooked it, it's a big cast iron kettle. We, we we would always cook it in a big 10 gallon pot. And it's the it's rice with vegetables, which is traditionally the Trinity: your celery, onions, bell pepper, and chicken and sausage is is the way we normally cook it. And I'll tell you the most challenging thing we had when packaging the original recipe into a small little box. Yeah. A <laughs> small little box right here. Our big challenge is like, how do we make a big pot in here? Yeah. <laughs> and that went, went with the proportions. Like it was so difficult to figure out how much goes into one little stove top pot, which, hey, still feeds a family of four. Yeah. Um, but for us, feeding 1,000 people was our uh, was our MO. <laughs> And then you know gum, and then the gumbo, the, the you know the origin of that, or what gumbo is. It's a roux-based dish. So that's one of the big differences. The questions I get is, what's the difference between jambalaya and gumbo? Gumbo ha- is made with a roux, which is part um, flour, part fat, and you would whisk it in the pot just to get it. Once it starts cooking, just to get it to darken, and that gives you different flavor profiles. Um, the darker the roux, the richer it is. But be careful if you're trying to make it from scratch. You go one inch too dark and it is burnt yep. <laughs> you gotta toss it and start over but we actually with our um, gumbo mix the roux is already done so it's a it's toasted flour and it is i mean it's delicious it's a dark rich roux you, you get a lot of color and aroma with that and it's easy i've made it my, my whole thing is if you can boil water you can make my product just add your meat or seafood and protein to it and you got it set it and forget it
0: well, no, that's, that's exciting, too. I'm ready to try it. I've, um, I've not been, you know, we're in North Louisiana up here, but we still, you know, we still eat a lot of Cajun dishes. You know, it's not these oh, yeah. bland here, but a lot of people across the states, you know, may not have experienced um, the flavor. Uh, I'm not a big gumbo person. I prefer jambalaya all day long. If you give me a choice of each, I'm okay. going to pick jambalaya over gumbo all day just because I like a thicker um I say it sits better on me, you know, it sits better on my stomach, but I, yeah. like I can hold on to for a couple hours. It's not, you know, I don't feel like I'm drinking a soup or anything like that. Gumbo right. a little more, you know, a little more soupy. More of a soup. Yeah. 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 But
1: just start, just starting some potato salad with it. That'll, that'll make it
0: hearty. <laughs> and that's another you, thing. You,
1: you could use it as a gravy. <laughs>
0: hey, That's another thing. A lot of people up here don't eat their gumbo potato salad. They eat it with uh, rice, which is a whole other ordeal. Oh, I yeah. Think, uh, I think me and the ninja talked about that for a little bit, but yeah, you got to be getting to your roots to so you a <laughs> salad. People don't know what you're talking about when you say that, you know what I mean?
1: Yep. Yep. No, I mean, traditionally it is served with rice, but this actually kind of comes from about where Cajun ninjas from like the Southwest Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, they like to get a good potato salad in the bowl and then get a big old scoop of the gumbo with the meat in it. And it. It's, it's delicious. I like it with leftovers. I'll do the original dish with rice, leftover gumbo, I'll throw over the potato salad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This is yeah. a debate, man. You're you, I know you've had it before. But that that is a that's a hot
0: debate. <laughs> oh yeah. Though, I've seen that debate in comments too many times. I'm sure you have too. <laughs> I'm sure you've had that debate within your some of your content. But yeah, it happens. Yeah. But I mean, you know, for those who, who don't know what we're talking about, you got to try it out. You know what I mean?
1: For sure, for
0: sure. So tell me what you guys have going on. Um, You seem to be a lot about, you know, supporting local relief, not just just for the recent hurricane activity and, you know, how you basically come to be, but just supporting local, it looks like organizations and stuff like that. So tell me how you got into doing that and, and what's going on with that right now.
1: It came naturally. Truly. My whole business is the evolution of my story. And even me wearing the fork earrings is because I rode in a parade when the Saints were in the Super Bowl. I mean, there is nothing forced or fixed about my company. It is just my childhood story. And jambalaya is typically the number one served dish, not only for relief efforts, but for, you know for football games, for school fairs, for charity events. It's like, all right, we need to feed the crew, bust up the cast iron pot and we're going to cook jambalaya. So it's it's already in the recipe, it's already ingrained in us. So that was that was an easy transition and we of course support our local schools and playgrounds. Um, there, there's some that we continue to, um, to do even further efforts with, but I've identified that that really is a a big piece of our business and story. So for my customers, you know, I'm getting calls. I do actually have a guy in, um, Dallas, he would cook for his son's high school football team every year. And, um, they'd send me pictures of team, the guy, the kids loved it. And that's what I told him. I was like, I I see an opportunity here. And I, I, I recently launched, um, it's a nonprofit rebate, pretty much. It's if if somebody reaches out to me, you can actually go on my website and find it that if you are going to be cooking in bulk for multi, you know, a couple hundred people, or even if it's just 50 people, and you want to do this as an effort to raise funds or to support some nonprofit organization, I'm going to give you 50% back of your cost. And all I ask you to do is just to fill out a form, tell me who you're cooking for, what the good cause is, and I'm going to help you out with the cost with the cost for that because you're you're doing what we do best yeah Uh, but that that's been a a common thread now you know by all means we have customers who love it every day for dinner i mean i have some kids that won't even look at another box like they see my yellow box in the grocery store they run to it and that's that's dinner once a week Uh, but yeah man that's just it's it's our story it's it's a part of who we are and we want to make sure we're giving it back and and sharing those stories of our customers too so that's a nice thing is now i can start telling everybody else's story of what are you cooking for how how are you sharing our taste in new orleans to help somebody out
0: so if they um if we do have any which i know a lot of people that like to cook and are involved in a lot of nonprofits. if we have anyone um listening or watching what's what's your um website they could go to to get more information on that
1: so it's jambalaya girl.com okay. and to go direct to the uh, nonprofit web, website, it's jambalaya slash nonprofit. Okay. And you can find out more about the, um, the rebate for cooking for a cause.
0: That's easy enough. Yeah. That's something we love to do. I mean, and you, you do too. I mean, it's something, I, I don't know what it is about getting together and, and cooking and enjoying good company. You know what I mean? They're just, you can't duplicate that. You can't replicate it. You can't, there's nothing you can do that, that, that compares to that.
1: For sure, for sure. Now, that good times around the pot, man. We, yeah. we, thats what we love. That's
0: what we do best. Well, tell me this. So, for those people who may want to get into doing some tailgate cooking, who may not yeah. be from Louisiana, <laughs> um, yeah. What, 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 what's the starter pack if they if they say they're cooking for twenty or thirty people? They got to have. So, tell me the essentials. What do they got to have? If they're you know they have you know a good group of people, so, maybe they're tailgate, maybe they had a party at the house watching the LSU game, whatever it may be. Yeah. Or any other team. Well,
1: I'll tell you. <laughs> So I don't want to intimidate anybody. You don't need, we perfected it to where you don't need the big 10 or 20 gallon cast iron pie. Okay. If you got it, Awesome, got you covered. But no, I mean, even for just a home party, I offer—I um, do offer a party size. You know, this is this one's my regular size. I have one that's a little bit bigger. That one um, one package in there would make a half size pan of jambalaya, which is wonderful for a house party, a tailgate, potluck dinner, bringing it to church, whatever it is. And that one, you need um, the party slash jambalaya mix. You need pound of chicken. I go, I like to go boneless, skinless chicken thighs. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when I'm in a rush, I'm not going to lie. I have used rotisserie chicken. I have used, (laughs) um, I've used canned chicken. You like you go use wrong chicken, bro- with
0: chicken though. You can't. No. Go wrong with chicken.
1: It's just gonna add the flavor to it. Yeah. But uh, but no, get your chicken, get your sausage. You know, I know it's tough to find a good Louisiana smoked sausage across the country, um, but if you can find a smoked, um, as best you know, or even just an um, even a. Br- I've had some customers cook brats with it. it comes out yeah. great because you're still gonna get the flavor comes from the mix. Right. So once you get that, you that's it. Cook it in, uh, if you get like a five-quart Dutch oven or five-quart stock pot, cook it in the air. Um, You can put it in the pan. I've even been in a rush to where I have put everything in the pot, got it to the point where it is boiling. You put the lid on, you cut the heat off, and I travel with the pot. I put it in my car. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because the rice, it's it's a parboiled rice. It just needs like 20 minutes or so to soak up all the water. So by the time I get to the party, it's done.
0: (laughs) Hey, that's it. there's nothing wrong with that. That's like some of those, you know, old going to the family holiday stories. You know, yeah. <laughs> rushing to get it yeah. cooked, get it in the car, let it finish cooking on the way there.
1: Oh yeah, no, I got a three year old and a one year old. I'm rushing to cook all the time. <laughs> that, and I'll tell you, my other my other trick is um, I use a rice cooker, so especially if the if the chicken's already cooked you can literally throw the chicken and the sausage in there. I brown the sausage with a rice cooker on before I add the water and the rice mix. And then once you put everything in there, that's one, another one you can just set it and and bring it where you need it to go.
0: Heck yeah. Well, tell me yeah. this, being a, being a uh, Southern gal, what's your favorite um, Cajun dessert?
1: Oh, <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my son's favorite. We love eclairs. Okay. I mean, ec- eclairs, I think, are pretty common, but we're, we're hot on some eclairs right now. That and a good bread pudding with leftover bread bread.
0: <laughs> bread. bread pudding my favorite all Bread pudding over green all day.
1: <laughs> yes. I need that shirt. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like that. Do yeah. you make that? You should.
0: <laughs> well, that, hey, that's another thing that pairs well for a good old tailgate is a pan of bread pudding.
1: Yes. Yeah, you,
0: you have any secrets on making that?
1: Ah, uh, the, the the secret to that. Um, oh my god, my mom puts like a whole a whole quart of uh, I feel like of like the cream in it. Um, yeah, that and then just a good vanilla, good vanilla season to it. So that and then of course getting you some Leidenheim if you can get access to it, some Leidenheimer French bread that is perfectly crisp okay. on the outside and stale. Yeah, I haven't had that. I yeah. Had that one yet. yeah. Um you no know, but that, that's great. Now the the whole the complete party. So you got the dessert, you got your jambalaya you know if you need to make a salad on the side then it's complete. That's what a lot, a lot of customers ask me like, "Hey, I want to host this New Orleans party. Um what do I need?" Yeah. And it's like, "No, truly your, your meat, your veggie, your protein, it's all in one big pot. It's it's a one one pot dish. Um make a beautiful side salad if you'd like. Uh but aside from that, man, just order yourself some mass, some Mardi Gras beads, get some Cajun music playing <laughs> in the background <laughs> and yeah. you got it. If you, if you can if it's during King Cake season, ship yourself a King Cake. There you go. And 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 have have a good
0: time. There you go. Well, tell me uh, any memorable stories tied to um, this industry and what you've been doing since you've launched? Like something oh, that just, you always go back to and you, you you just can't you tell people enough about this one experience or maybe multiple experiences. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. Yeah. I got lots
0: of those. Um, any one random or a couple. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I actually, uh this is kind of funny. The it, i'll share this as a kind of a business story yeah. um i gotta talk about the fork earrings you know a lot of people notice these and, yes. and comment on these so how the evolution of jambalaya girl came to be i started my company and it was called cook me something mister it was okay. a fun play on throw me something mister for mardi gras uh but i was I, I i led the parade for when the saints went to the super bowl I was with all these guys that dress up for the Saints games, the super fans, like the Pope and Whistle Monster. And they were on my case like, all right, I, I had the I had an apron that said Jambalaya girl. I'm like, Come on, Jambalaya girl. You got to step it up. You, you need, you need, where's your super fan look? Yeah. So I had I, I got some I went to Party City and I got some Saints color gold forks, uh, broke them in half, made the fork earrings. I had a mini cast iron pot on my head. I had a gold Jambalaya paddle that said, yum, yum. And, <laughs> We had a blast that day. But I'll tell you, the the fork earring stuck. I mean, that was just one of those, like, that's unique. Thankfully, not the cast iron pot on the head. That would get old. <laughs> but, um, you know, even I changed my brand name. I went from Cook Me Something, Mr. to Jambalaya Girl about four years ago now. So we're talking, you know, well into the growth of my business. I yeah. decided to change my packaging. I decided to change the company name, the brand name, all the marketing materials. Like, that was a risky move. But I just knew... Like the cook me something, mister, didn't resonate with people who didn't get the Mardi Gras piece. I mean, I had a girl, I went to a food show in Atlanta and she said, Cook me something, mister. I like this. That means I'm going to give it to my mister and you cook me something. (laughs) works too but now the 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 jambalaya girl nickname um had to become a part of it there's now a um caricature of the jambalaya girl on the package that was a um see there she is so cute with her folks yeah. on. that was i mean i'm a southern miss grad even though i'm from louisiana i went up to school, went to school in mississippi and there was a cartoon uh, a sketch artist cartoonist who'd made that sketch of me while i was sweating in august cooking a big pot of jambalaya and i was like I'm keeping well, that. I even I even made them invoice before. It was like this is my Nike moment. Like this is my logo. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I think that I was gonna bring that up too if we got into a little bit of business talking. Yeah, let's do it. So um, I'm in the business of marketing and branding. Hold that, hold that box right back up real quick. Yeah. So your logo and your packaging screams like nostalgia for me, right? You cool. you have you, your logo's simple, easy to read. So it's a little more modernized, but you have a nostalgic look with your image, like of how it's drawn you know, it's, it's yeah. hand drawn and it looks awesome. And then your packaging looks nostalgic, but it's also easy to read. So I like it because it screams like old time feel
1: it just um, with
0: new time, yeah. you know, with new time marketing. So I love it. I think it's awesome. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Yeah. This is, uh, and you, and you get my story and you get my yeah. picture when your my picture comes in your pantry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well Thanks, uh, man. that no, that's an awesome way that originated you perfected that um your your image and your marketing i i saw that um, immediately that's one thing that turned me on i was like it turned me on to you like know, ask you on the show basically i was like look this is this is someone who looks like she's passionate about what she's doing um she likes to work with everyone and she's you know she's real and she's not just trying to turnkey this business she's in it you know, she's in, oh yeah. You know, she's I,
1: in. I am the brand. I am the business. I've got I definitely have a, a wonderful team yeah. that I couldn't do it without them. But uh sometimes my team involves my three-year-old and one-year-old in the background. Like I'm hiding all the baby toys over there yeah.
0: right now. <laughs> no, that's that's people love that. And, and it's all the authenticity is so hard to um you can't filter that, right? You can't right. hide that. You know, there's something that's it's it screams real. So well. Tell me, or if you want to share anything with people who may have, you know, this may not, this seemed to start as something you just kind of went heads on into, but, you know, some people may start something like this as a side hustle. I've seen it a lot that, and then put, you know, slowly build it up to where they can do it full time. Is there any words of wisdom, you know, people who may may be maybe in the grind, who may be a little deterred at first and say, well, I don't know if I'm going to jump out and do this because it's scary. And there's already other brands out there I'm going to have to compete with, you know, what would be your advice there?
1: Yeah, I mean, you've got to stay true to your story. You've got to have a passion for it from the start. And you've got to take advantage of every free resource and, and opportunity and the hand that is lended to you to get through it all. Um, I mean, I, the difference of starting a business now uh, versus when my dad started his own business. You know, I'm a daughter of an entrepreneur. Yeah. So that, a lot of that, like I'm, I grew up around it and I knew the, the, the struggles um, and it's going to be tough. You know, if you're doing this to to make a million bucks in the first couple of years, go do something else. <laughs> you know, um, no, you're you're doing this for lifestyle. You're doing this for your passion. You're doing this for your family, and um, yeah, you're doing. And don't be ashamed that you're doing it to make money. You know, this is this is a a, a, a business that I have had to learn how to not give it away. Um, you know, to to be very um, efficient in in our promotions and our donations, but also be proud. To share what we make. Uh, But yeah, no, free resources as far as like the SBA offers a lot of programs that I've taken advantage of from small business development centers. Um, I am a, I went through the process of becoming a certified woman-owned business because that's a national network of um, supplier diversity teams that just or there to help you, you know, you don't have to be a minority or woman owned business, but there is an organization out there that you can connect with that can help you um, just with the fundamentals of business. And there's a lot of business incubators now, uh, but yeah, and the, the, the word that comes to mind that really has been the success of my business is persistence. Yeah. I mean, there is just some days that there is no straight line to get from point A to point B and my dad and, and having somebody to share that with mine is my dad I have my whole family, but my dad's in the business with me. And when I tell him the, the challenges that we have, he always has something he can relate it to yeah. when, from back in his day. And that's, you know, that's, that's your book. That's your book. You're right on the side.
0: Well, I think it's funny. You just mentioned that because it sparked something. Um, <coughs> yeah, with any entrepreneur or anything, a story um, who's, you know, someone who's true started something from the ground up and developed it. There's always that one or a few of those stories where something you did just failed so miserably.
1: <laughs> but oh yeah. It, yeah. You see it but, in my face. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But it resonates to where it makes you it's either they, then, you know, okay, I'm in this to win it. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to move forward because that fail turns to a win. Eventually you have one of those.
1: Oh yeah, I have a
0: few oh, let's, let's
1: hear it. Let's hear it. Dude, I'm dealing with one this week. We're not okay. going to touch on that one though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so So, um, you know, I, I and and I want to encourage this to anybody who's going to get especially into the sales part of the business. As you're um, working with a local store versus working with a national brand. Like I sell my product at Costco and Sam's club. So I've made the headquarter calls to the big box stores. And, you know, I, I appreciate those relationships with my local stores just as much as I do my national ones. Um, but when I first got started with Sam's club, we shipped a pallet to, um, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And we got a call from the manager that said, uh, just because I know you're new with us, I just want to give you a heads up. Your palette fell over. You're, you have a whole pallet of jambalaya that's just laying on the ground. So we can either just charge you full price and take that out of your check Oh. or you, and I was like, no, 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 no. Can I come up and fix it? Because I was like, is anything broken? He said, no. So we got up the next morning and drove straight up, you know, drove five hours to Tuscaloosa and my dad and I rebuilt the entire pallet back up to where it could sell. So that one, I, I earned the respect of that manager um, still today. They, you know, I, I'm still doing business with the, the headquarters and the managers will call and they've got my back. Like I've, I've done something like that for, all of my customers and, and they those are the ones who really help you to succeed is, is you show them that you're gonna put it all in there. Yeah. Um but yeah man from I mean box boxes purchased that didn't work and um you know you're you're the, those are, those are the stories that you can uh, kind of give you the thick skin that's that's your credibility like yeah I've been there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of those things is people don't have to, and I didn't even know we we're going to get on a business kick today, but we can do it. In a second. <laughs> <laughs> one of those things that people don't think about is everything that goes into product and development before you get to yeah. where you can distribute with someone of a, of such a large scale, you know, of these suppliers and these retailers is um you have to perfect everything, all your nutrition, all that stuff has to be broken down. And, yeah. you know, ca- and like counter-developed or whatever y'all call that, you know, where you have to, hone in on all that. You have to pay someone to do all that. You have to get your packaging right. You have to make sure that whenever it is packaged, that it stays fresh, how long it's going to keep all those things. People don't even think about, you know, when they're just making something, you know, making something local for, you know, someone right there within 10 minutes to hand it to them, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I love that. Um, I love that. All the entrepreneur stories. I mean, that's the thing is here. I am jambalaya girl. You, you see me on social media most of the time, you know, out there cooking, serving our community, but Quite honestly. Mm. Five days a week, I'm sitting in here. Yeah. You know, I've got my I've got my business hat on. with the fork earrings though? I definitely keep those. And 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 the, I'll tell you, the past couple of years, the big challenge uh, has been connecting with our customers. Yeah, as it is for everybody with with COVID. We, I, we used to be in a in a store every single weekend, giving out samples of our product. Taste this, taste this. I mean, when you sell a food product, people got to get it in their mouth and they got to love it and try it. And trying to be creative on how to introduce our brand to people without being Able to do the in-store demos was our biggest challenge. So that's what I even launched. um I launched my cooking club this year, and it's truly me being selfish. Like I still want to hear from my customers. Well, let's talk know? about
0: that. What's about that? I don't know anything about it.
1: Um, so and it's 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 pretty fresh. I mean, it's I have my first big campaign going out right now. um It is my way. You know how like with the cereal box, you have the proof of purchase that you send in. Yeah. And they, Get rewards well mine's called a proof of cooking all I, I don't I don't care about don't send me the receipt and the UPC and all that no get my box take it open up a bag and take a picture and show me that you've actually cooked and enjoyed my product so you can have a picture of you holding the finished bowl or plate a product you know you next to the pot you and your friends enjoying it And if you go to um, submit, I have an easy form. You can upload your photo and submit your information. And I'm going to send you a free pair of Jambalaya Girl Uh fork earrings so that you can wear proudly, cooking good and looking good. And you are an official member of the cooking club. And the the hopes is to share stories, recipes, connect with each other. You know, I'm not looking to spam you with all kind of crazy stuff. I'm just looking to say, hey, who who are my fans out there? Who's in the Jambalaya Girl community? And uh, you know, I'm known that everybody's going to wear the fork earrings. So I've got some fun magnets and aprons and things like that in the work. So well, I mean, no, uh, that's that's is,
0: awesome. That that's that's thanks. exciting too because there's so many um, there's so many people that don't do that. You know, if you're you know you're already, I think you're in, you're doing the right things at the right time. You know, you've done all the legwork to get the product out there. Now it's time to reconnect with your audience. Who you know. Maybe you didn't have time to while you was doing that, but that's what your business was built on in the first place, right? So you're able to yeah. reconnect and say, hey, I appreciate you. Let me show you my appreciation yeah. back. And um, we're excited to, you know, make everyone's story part of our story. You know, that's what's always fun because so many people don't do that. You know, they just, they're out there. They just, it's not maybe that they, they don't have bad intentions. They just lose sight. You know what I mean? Or maybe yeah. they're just so engulfed they get in the business.
1: busy. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They get busy with something else. But that was the thing is I was, as we all were, I was just in the silo and just like, yeah, ah. you know, and you see one, one, rev- oh my gosh, those reviews online. I'm, I'm so <laughs> thankful. I'm so thankful that, you know, I am you know, almost I'm like 4.9 stars on, uh, on our reviews. But it's like, gosh, if somebody has any sort of negative experience, like I'm jumping on it, like, oh man, I, I, this is not, I am sharing with you good times, good food, Louisiana. Like, how do I make this better for you? You know, man, I don't want you to have that that bad experience. And and it's something I know, but it's something that, you know, it's, it takes doing something like the cooking club, um, responding, communicating with my customers. It takes the, you know the, the the cyber piece away from it. Like, hey, I'm a real person. Yeah. You know, and I'll, I I just want you to enjoy this, and a lot of you know majority of people do, and I'm I'm very thankful for that, and I want to keep sharing those stories. You know, um, I'm I'm not in this business to um to do anything other than share, you know, to share my my taste and and my um, love for my city. I
0: right, that's I mean I, it's authentic, it's real, and that's what you know is just something that's attractive for the brand and for the food, you know, and I'm excited to try it out. So anything else coming up, you want to mention or any plugs you want to drop besides what we've already talked about? Any last words, any, you know, positive (laughs) thoughts, anything?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, for sure guys. I mean, first of all, if you haven't tried it yet, Go get you some, uh, go to my website, GemmaLiGirl.com. You can either order online. There's a find a store link on there. Get you your product, get cooking, take that picture and join the cooking club. And then we can keep this conversation going. But but also you want to join up because I have uh, new items coming out. I am expanding our line this year. We have a, um, a yellow rice that uh, the difference with that one too, we're doing it with Louisiana flavor. I mean, I've tried a lot of yellow rice and, and being completely authentic, we went and cooked for the Super Bowl in Miami and the Hispanic community there absolutely loved our jambalaya, but they're like, can you add some turmeric and make it yellow? I'm like, we'll try it. And we did a lot of trial and error. We've had some samples out there and it is fantastic. And it's, it's a great flavor. Another thing, compliment your plate and your dinner time. Um, And then we also have some other, um, some other new items, a new seasoning, seasoning kit for those who want to make a pastalaya or a rice cauliflower version jambalaya will provide you with just the essence of the mix, which is the seasoning and the vegetables without the rice. So that's coming up too. Um, aside from that, man, just uh, this is prime time. We just had national gumbo day yesterday. Yes. Uh, get cooking y'all. It is time to enjoy a little tasting in New Orleans every week in your kitchen. And I'd be happy to join you with my picture in your pantry.
0: Awesome. Well, (laughs) thanks so much. It was great to meet you today. Everyone, please subscribe to the podcast. Jambalaya girl, Kristen. Very nice to meet
1: you too. Cheers.